Well, do you want to introduce yourself? No. Okay. Well, uh, well this is Adam Riding. I've got a stalemate now, no. And you, I didn't give you the right to use my name. And uh, welcome to uh, this little old cheeky podcast we're doing. Yeah. About uh, whatever the fuck you want, I suppose. What is that noise? Someone keeps making a noise. I think my coffee is hissing at me. Is it that? What, my nail varnish? Yeah, something that's hissing, isn't it? Have you ever heard a nail varnish hiss? Just painting my nails and just going, fuck off. To be fair, I haven't listened to nail varnish for long enough. Have you? Oh, well. I mean, don't listen to some of them. Some of the colours uh, make some interesting comments. Some of the colours? <laughs> let's not Full get, get cancelled two minutes into no, the first episode. Not, that's not. That's it. So what did you want to discuss? Oh, I, don't, I, don't, I mean, I don't know. You suggested that we, we have a conversation. Because as people, mm-hmm. we, are, we, are, we are two sides of, of a sci-fi coin. We are. Um, you are a, a Trekkie. I am. Or as I call them, twats. <laughs> or, uh, <laughs> and I am a... Do Star Wars fans have names? I guess not. I like Star Wars. I think we're both called fucking nerds. Yeah, I guess. That's what we're called. I mean, there's a point, because everyone kind of likes mm. Star Wars to mm. a point. What I would say a point is, is if you had a corner of a shelf in your room Surrounded by Star Wars figurines mm-hmm. and that has all of the available movies at the time. If, if for some reason you had that in your room, if you had multiple lightsabers and also... How many do I have? Four Star Wars tattoos. Mm. At that point, you might be a nerd and a bit above other people. I'd say... I that's have true. all those things. That was the joke there. This is an audio medium, so... The thing is with Star Trek is if you don't like the original stuff, you're fucking, you're on a next level of nerd. Um, that that already makes you just a casual viewer of the next generation or the original series or even Deep Space Nine or something like that. Even more recent stuff is like what a fucking twat. So it's it's a bit. But I feel like if you like, if you like the original stuff with Star Trek. That makes you the biggest nerd in the world. Oh, I don't know. Whereas if you don't like the original stuff for Star Wars, you're not even a real fan, apparently. Exactly. So, I mean, I, of course I do like the original trilogy. They're the best ones. Mm. But, um, yeah, but it's like, I feel like you could call yourself a Star Trek fan and all you've watched is Next Gen and, you know, and, and Deep Space Nine or whatever, and whatever that new one is, Discovery. That's like the that. worst thing is there's a lot of people out there and I'm sorry if this is you listening, mm. that have watched just the new stuff and then talk about how they're big fans. It's like it's got nothing to do with what Gene Rodberry and the original creators wanted Aren't they the all show. kind of independent, though? Like, they... Again, I have very limited knowledge. I've seen the odd episode of, I think, Next Gen, and I've seen two of the Abrams movies and like one of the old ones, but I don't know which one. Um... But aren't they kind of all independent? Like, yeah, they're all on the Enterprise and yeah, they're all taking, you know, going into the great unknown or whatever the phrase is. But they're all kind of, they're all separate people and they're all doing separate things. It's not like, oh, I only like, um, it's like a Star Wars fan being like, you know, I only like episode seven and eight, which is weird because it's very connected to the other ones. Well, it's kind of hard to well, that's pretty interesting because I, I pre the new Star Trek films 
different content, which I think a lot of the fans of the previous stuff can kind of unify around and be like, this really sucks. There was Trekkies and Trekkers. Oh, there's, oh, there's, there's, there is there's division. separate. Okay. There is division. There's people that uh, like Captain Kirk and the original series uh-huh. and people that like Captain Picard and the new stuff because of their different, <coughs> just because they're different characters, really. That's I it. mean, the show, the original series, and the next generation are basically the same show. They have the same concepts. They do the same things. It's episodic. Well, they're, it's... they're the next generation. Exactly. It's, you know, it's in the fucking. But you would title. think it would be like a big jump uh-huh. because Voyager and Enterprise and Deep Space Nine are very different. From I one was another. I was not aware of half of those. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Deep Space Nine. Where does Stargate fit in? That's, that's well, actually. <laughs> That's you. You're not half wrong, because the creators of Deep Space Nine, they wanted a Star Trek show that was more based around, you know, the politics and the kind of greater world and like star battles and fights. They they wanted combat. Yeah. And Star creators... Trek is very limited in uh, Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> there isn't very many of them. There isn't much war going on. No. It, on screen, at least. Yeah. Like. In the original series, there was the Klingons used to be enemies, and then there was um, the Romulans for the next generation. There was a big war of the Romulans in between the time, but um, but they're just explorers, really. Aren't they? They're 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 Chris Columbuses of space. They're just kind of they are, going it's, around it's, and going, oh fucking hell! What's they kind of create like a perfect version of the world and people in the future. Like, oh, we've all gone past this, and we're all just trying to be mates. Yeah, but. Pure, they, they still pure have, science fiction. They still have wars so they can mirror the original show so they could have enemies and people that the show should be afraid of so that they have to fight them and stuff. Like the Borg, like the Romulans, and like in the original series, the Klingons. Um, what I was trying to say was that the creators of Deep Space Nine wanted a combat show. <coughs> Sorry. The creators of... Com- <coughs> <laughs> I'll cut that out. <laughs> no, I'll leave it in. All right. Um, the creators of Deep Space Nine uh, wanted a combat show, and that's what they made. They made a, a show about war and fighting and political intrigue. So they made Stargate. What they made uh, the movie was a precursor for Battlestar Galactica. Those people uh, that worked on that show went on to make that, and it, it's weird because. I don't. I like Deep Space Nine, but it isn't actually very Star Trek esque. It's serialized. There's like multiple stories continuing from episode to episode. And although the characters in Star Trek have their own stories that always continue, you could pick up any Star Trek episode and say, "This is this is self-contained." You don't you don't really need to know the character of Captain Picard beforehand. You could watch a Star Trek episode. Learn his character through what you're watching, mm-hmm. and enjoy the show. Where, where where do you think you fit in then, as a trekker or a trekkie? Um, I'd say I I like them all. I just do not like the new stuff. You pussy. <laughs> as in Discovery and the I Abrams definitely movies. have a preference for the next generation because uh-huh. it's newer. It's facing for the time. It's facing issues that were more interesting for me. Uh-huh. Like for the '60s, they were facing things like segregation and race. Which I don't need to be told, or no one needs to be told, is a terrible thing. <laughs> but 
the next generation kind of kind of dealt with more nuanced issues that are more relatable to my time. Like mm-hmm. there's issues about gender, there's issues about sexism, and although they deal with that in the original show in big ways that have made impacts on society, like you can't even believe, like a horror and stuff, like the character. Mm-hmm. And vaguely know who she is. She's uh, she's, she's in the movies. Yeah, so uh, the Abrams movie, the, the original show. Yeah, yeah, because that's a, the, it's the characters in the original show, they're in a separate universe or something, but also they're not because Spock's still in it. Basically, it's really interesting. Once I found it out, uh, they have an MMO for Star Trek, which I've never played because it doesn't look any good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never played the Star Wars ones, and um, that continues the timeline till today, like the present day mm-hmm. in their world. The, the jump in time is the same. So all of this story stuff happens. Spock in the original timeline, as in in this MMO, he exists, but he does what he does in the film. He, he goes back in time and then fucks things up. Mm. Well, he doesn't fuck things up. Someone from the MMO goes back in time, creates the J.J. Abrams universe. Right. And that's how there's a difference. It's... It's Spock from the original show yeah. and the rest of the Star Trek stuff that's existed before. It's just that he followed his timeline to a point where he had to go back and try and fix everything. It just feels like the, the Abrams movies. Because uh, we can talk about because this is this is the connecting thing between our two franchises. Yeah. Is Abrams came it along. Is, it is. Um, and, and he has a, a massive affinity for nostalgia. He so he very much could have done most of the was it 2009 the first star trek movie yeah um and have it exactly the same but just have original characters like star trek always seems to do which is have the same um you know the same roles filled by different characters but instead he went no it has to be kirk it has to be spock has to be scotty you know it has to be these characters and the exact same thing happened with star wars if you look at force awakens he's just like what if what if what if what if bigger death star it's just, it's just a real letdown, isn't it? I mean, I still don't mind the Force Awakens, and I still think it served a decent purpose. I think after the prequels, although people like them now, I okay, I still like Episode Three. I don't. Care. I I do. I think Episode Three is a good movie and is like a good conclusion to that trilogy. It's just that trilogy has a lot of problems. You know what? Um, I and think... I am from the I am from the prequel generation. I grew up with them, but I think yeah. the same problem with. The new films, the sequel trilogy, mm. and the prequels is pretty much the same. Is that it isn't like Star Wars was. I'm not saying you have to repeat the same story arcs, story narrative. I'm saying that you should have a group of characters that interact with each other and go on an adventure. You know, it's a it's a science fiction fantasy. It's got spaceships uh. and big mega constructions and laser guns, but it's also got princesses, wizards, samurai. Pirates. I think I think the sequel trilogy could could have worked. I mean, spoilers for Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. I mean, it yeah, came spoilers out, came out a, a long time ago. Spoilers for the entire yeah. all all the movies. All of them. Um, but obviously, Rise of Skywalker, and it's very well done. The fucking script, the script, the script, the script leaked for the original episode nine, Duel of the Fates. So it was very well known that there was not a plan. It's very much not what they were going to do. Um, and there was this great description of it. I think it was from Jack Howard on YouTube, 
um, of just like how J.J. Abrams was playing with this, you know, playing with, let's call Force Awakens this ball. He's playing with it and he's just going, oh, bloody hell, this is great. Look at all these, look at these guys. It's all the old things you like. Look at them. All right, well, now we've had a nostalgia. I'm going to hand this ball off to, to, to this guy, to Ryan Johnson. You go, he's like, cool, I'm going to, let's go do something different with this. We've had a nostalgia. Let's take it down a different path. I'm going to go play with the ball over here. And J.J. Abrams comes back and goes, what the fuck have you done with that? Fuck. What have you done with my ball, oh. mate? I'm going home. <laughs> I'm taking it away. And then he's had to go like, uh, act like it never happened. So whatever camp you're on for Last Jedi, whether you really like it or you're wrong, then, <laughs> <laughs> then um, like episode nine doesn't please either of you. Because hmm. if you liked episode eight, within five seconds, it wipes it out. Exactly. Because, ah, uh, Snoke was just a man in a jar. <laughs> I pickled him. But if you were someone who was mad that they didn't do anything with Snoke and they're like, oh, why'd they kill him? Oh, he's such a waste. They should have done something with him. That doesn't please you either if the mm. Emperor comes along and goes, he was a man in a jar. It just pisses everybody off. Because they're going, mm. well, I thought it was all right that they killed him. I didn't think there was anything wrong with that. Oh, well, what? Now, is he, now he was a puppet. And he'd be like, well... I'm not happy with, you know, I'm yeah. not happy he's dead, but I'm also not happy he's a body in a jar. Yeah, so, anyway, so J.J. Abrams doesn't, he leans on nostalgia and doesn't know how to do anything new, which I think Rise of, was my point, which I think Rise of Skywalker very much proved because he was like panicked and went, uh, 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 well, well, I mean, most of the original characters have come back. Some of them have died tragically in her life. So uh, fuck, uh, shit, um, Emperor's fine. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's, he's on a gimbal. What's a gimbal? He's, well, he's just kind of he's on like he's on that robot arm, isn't he? That like controls him because he's kind of still dead. Oh. He's just on. <laughs> I thought you meant JJ Abrams. That's like yeah, JJ Abrams. No, what does that mean? JJ Abrams has been. Uh, I mean, just he's been on a gimbal. Kathleen the Kennedy has been. Yeah, yeah. I I gotta say with Kathleen Kennedy, right? She's done some good things with the franchise. I think not everything that Disney have done have been bad. Like I said, I like Episode Eight a lot. Um, I like Episode Seven. The Mandalorian. I've got something to say about Last Jedi. Yeah, a lot of people do, but I, I am very <laughs> much in the camp for I enjoy it a lot. Um, I think The Mandalorian is fantastic and is probably the best thing they've done with it. Um, I'm sure the new series of Clone Wars is good. I haven't got there yet. But like, I've liked a lot of it. But she had, she clearly didn't have that much of a plan either because like, the original writer for Episode Nine. Before the script, the, the before the draft that got leaked, wanted to use Snoke and Luke because nobody told him that Ryan Johnson killed them. That's not Ryan Johnson's fault because the fucking uh, Colin Trevorrow went and watched Episode Eight or what you know saw it at a preview screening at Disney or whatever and sees Snoke and Luke die and is looking at his script that fucking has them in going, well, well, fuck, <laughs> like. How oh does God. how does Kathleen Kennedy not tell people that? It must have been surreal to be in the room when that happened. Just yeah. to see his face. Just be like, what? Yeah, Gobsmacked I mean, by it. Yeah, but how can, you know, Kathleen Kennedy's like, right, episode eight, this is what we're doing with it. I like it. Episode nine's coming along. Got think, oh, maybe she was too preoccupied with the shit show that was solo, maybe. But mm. I don't know. But it's still, you know. Rogue One is also great. I forgot. To yeah, oh, Rogue, Rogue One, One, I think, is the best of 
the new I think new it's stuff. The, uh, compared to like I think it's the film, best of the new film. movies. Yeah. I would toy with episode eight, but I'll play the I'll play the oh, no. uh, happy card and I'll say it was horrible. I'm gonna be real. I think episode eight oh. was the the downfall of the trilogy. Not because it was inherently a bad film. I, th- I think it wasn't a great film, but I don't think it was a terrible film. Mm-hmm. I think, for instance, on Disney Plus, I watched it recently, and Poe's storyline and Finn's storyline, I just skipped for it because I didn't care. I know it's not going anywhere. I know it's not good. Uh-huh. I don't want to. I don't want to watch it. Yeah, I don't care. But that's more. I don't. Again, I don't think their storylines are great in Episode Eight. I think they serve purposes for the story of Eight, but then Nine comes along. And also does less with them. But the, like they just kind of became completely pointless characters. It's set a precedent, in my opinion, that these characters aren't going to interact. Mm-hmm. And they Which didn't they really until nine. I I mean, yeah, but again, I think But they're the main cast. Uh-huh. Like even, I think even Anakin and Obi Wan in the prequel trilogy, they interacted a bit, you can see a bit of their relationship. Not much, mm-hmm. but more than the sequel trilogy. Yeah, I mean but I, I think in, in eight, um, I, I'm not because nine, nine has them together, yet does nothing with it. I think eight has three, has the characters all doing different storylines. You can say whether you didn't like them or not, but I think, you know, they're all serving different purposes. And it was, and it, I think eight was, after seven was so much of like, here's what you used to like. Eight was a very much effort of like trying to do something different, and then nine was regressing and taking it back again. But um, yeah, because like the um the Finn storyline in eight, I'll be I'll admit I do not love the Canto by the Casino Planet bit. Mm. I don't like that. It does reek a little bit of um, like the the um reeks of bad writing to me. <laughs> the Geonosis um factory scene from Attack of the Clones. God. It kind of which is, and I will say this as much as a do not like the Phantom Menace that much. Um, Attack of the Clones is the worst film. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I literally have only seen Rise of Skywalker once because I can't bring myself to watch it again. <laughs> despite the Maybe fact, that's a sign. despite the fact that I need to put it into my collection of the movies because it would just be weird without it. But yeah. um, that's true. Put spaceballs there, I suppose. <laughs> that would be great. I had the when I was buying the DVDs. I had the Clone Wars movie. This was before I started watching the show because I, mm. I didn't watch the Clone Wars show until recently. And I was like debating on whether it counted or not. Um, I didn't. I didn't get it. But just as a, a side note, as a CG artist, I'm really loving the new, the new season mm-hmm. of the Clone Wars. It looks really good. I mean, it's not like, of course, like film feature film production level you know, that Disney could pull off, yeah. but it's still very good. I appreciate it. I like the motion blur they've added to the characters. Yeah, nice. I'm on season two. I tried to watch some more episodes today, but Disney Plus on the PlayStation, at least in the UK, has been really weird um mm. sometimes it will just pl- decide when i click on an episode to play it in a different language uh, and today it just wasn't letting me play it so i'm currently on season two of the show i'm really looking forward to the darth maul stuff because i love darth maul i i have looked up a fair amount of the stuff that happens in the show just because i like darth maul um but i do use character he is i mean th- that is my one problem that, that is my one sadness that solo flopped mm. And that has like Donald Glover, and I fucking love Donald Glover. But um, and as Phoebe Waller Bridge, I don't really like her character, but you know, I like that she's in a Star Wars movie. I guess she was the um, feminist robot mm. woman mm. liberator. Yeah, robots have uh, ro- robot lives matter. That yeah. character, I can't remember her name. 
um, was I literally gassed and my girlfriend had to tell me to be quiet when Darth Maul showed up because <laughs> I was like, fucking hell! And her main thing was, he died, and I'm like, that's his whole thing, he goes nuts, Scott Robert, like, yeah. forget about, he's like a spider at one point, leave it. Um, but I was like, fucking it, Darth Maul! And then, and then, you know, so there was a big, big no-no. Um, so they're never gonna... Again, I don't. I think Solo is. I think Solo is um, just bland. It's not bad. It's bland. It doesn't. It doesn't. It's it's eating a stale piece of bread. <laughs> whereas Episode Nine is eating a stale piece of bread that someone pissed on. There's like you know yeah. the, similarities <laughs> but big differences. I um the best way I describe Solo is uh, I wish it was Legends. <laughs> I, I, I wish it wasn't canon because I've got to look at Han Solo and be like, "Oh, your name's Han Solo." Because so I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that's terrible. Mm, that is Solo. That is terrible. That is terrible the, uh, origin. And terrible. Can't have just been out that of is terrible. It's, I will admit that he's in Star Wars. He's in a fictional land, a fancy land. He could have been called his family. Just could have been. Called it would Solo. be awful if they decided with a character that they'd already established its name doesn't matter. <laughs> For them to then later in a Dever movie, like, do you see where I'm going with this? Decide that they are, are all of a sudden there is an origin to the name fucking like, Ray Palpatine. My like, there was an origin to Luke Skywalker's name because he fell out the sky. Mm, well, he fell out back, the sky. Yeah. Skywalker. It's no. Wait, cool. it's I terrible. walked on a cloud once. Um, oh, yeah, um, yeah. It just means if that guy was feeling a bit different today, it would be a. Uh, It'd be, we need to go to Mos Eisley to meet the pilot Han alone. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um, actually, my favorite part of Solo. No, sorry. No, it's not Solo. It's Rogue One. My favorite part of Rogue One is uh, that she bumps into the, the, the bar um, aliens. <laughs> the, I don't like you. Yeah. He doesn't like you either. <laughs> That's good. That was good. <laughs> so, I almost forgot what movie that happened in. But uh, yeah. It does set up a weird canon, though, that those characters are always saying that. <laughs> I don't think they do say it. I because can't remember. They say it, but, like... but they're but they but they're angry and don't like a person instantly. That's just who they are as people. Yeah. They're just assholes. Um, whatever their names are, they probably very much have names. Probably, yeah, definitely, definitely. Gallic and Jeff. Yeah, I hope it's Gallic and Jeff. Yeah, that'd be great. The, the more alien-looking one is Jeff. <laughs> Maybe this would be a good point to explain why I dislike. The, the new stuff, especially Picard. Like you don't, I thought everyone liked Picard. I thought like people were on board with that. I mean, it's good to see original characters and original storylines back, but it does suffer continuity-wise and theme-wise massively, massively. First of all, they swear, they swear constantly. That's great. Everyone's like, "Fuck you, <laughs> fuck this." It's like it's well. This is. Can you imagine if Obi Wan was like, <laughs> "Fuck you, the Darth Vader." Ridiculous. It's over, Anakin. I'm fucking eye up. <laughs> exactly. Um, it's well to the point of having Patrick Stewart in it. I, it's definitely a derivative of Logan, isn't it? I think that was like the idea and why it got made. I don't know. Was I... they were like, well, Patrick Stewart did good in this sweary version of a franchise he's in. Well, it is. It isn't. It one. isn't that R-rated. Okay. It's yeah, I know. Yeah, I think it's definitely good. clear that they made it because they wanted to continue the next generation because it was more. Oh. I mean, they could have done the original series, but they're pointless. Just have I mean, they can't have because Kirk canonly died. And also, Spock is reality dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, they can't I mean, really... <laughs> uh, they did... 
um, William Shatner did write a series of books where he he brought himself Scottish back to life. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that. He is really the exact opposite anymore. of a Harrison Ford. He, is- he does nothing but care about the fact he exactly. was in Star Trek, whereas Harrison Ford could do nothing but care less <laughs> that he's in Star Wars. I, don't, I think that's probably why Harrison Ford is cool and William Shatner is not. I'm saying it. I don't care. What if I wasn't dead? Um, so you don't like Picard? Is it? So, so why don't you? Like, again, I haven't all, watched it because I don't care, but I heard good all, things about it. First of all, it's good production. It's good to see they're continuing the Star Trek universe in in the real world and continuing the Star Trek online story. That's cool. That's cool for a Star Trek fan. Can you imagine if there was a Legends, a really, really popular Legends story yeah. that was for the Well, you're saying like they brought, and then they were like, made yeah, the MMO canon, is what you're saying. Yeah, it's Star Trek, uh, Star Wars fans want that. They want Knights of the Old Republic yeah, to, I mean, to happen. So. It is, that's really cool. It would have been cool if like there was the Legends stories for the sequels, if they were really good. I don't know if they are. I never read them. but um, I know parts of them. But, yeah. but if they were made canon with a full feature film, mm-hmm. that would have been cool. But um, I do know one. No, it's actually this canon now. But I'll let you carry as, on. But as a time. result, like it's turned, it's really rewritten the Star Trek world in, in a way because it's changed. It's like, like I said, if Star Wars had people swearing in it, mm-hmm. it has people swearing in it, which they've never done before. And in one of the Star Trek films, they go back in time and they talk about why is everyone swearing? And it's because they're like, well, we outgrew that because we we didn't have to like swear all the time it's a pretty cheesy film it's fun though i wouldn't say it's probably the best there's a film where they go back in time and yeah, wonder oh. why everyone's is this picard or something else no this is the star trek original series films they had a series of films with the original series and had one where they were like we mate, grew mate, out of swearing mate, mate brace yourself okay, okay. Right. everyone at home knows what i'm talking about they went back in time because they had to save some whales uh-huh. because those whales led to the destruction of earth in the future right that's the plot. Okay. So, like, where's the swearing in come into this? Because they go back in time to the 1980s or when the films were set. Uh-huh. And then they're walking around in the real world. It's like, oh, Han Solo comes to, you know, 2020 London or whatever. Can you imagine that would be a film? That's what this film is. And they're running around and they're like having trouble with technology. It's just a comedy, really. It's ridiculous. Right. What's this? It's, um, I guess, The Voyage Home. Which is number what? Not three, because that was one Spock died, and they brought him back because it was terrible. Um, maybe four. Maybe four. I thought the rule was, if it was an even number, it was a good one. Well, I mean, I like it. <laughs> but I can't remember in what order it is, and so I can't tell you if it's one of the universally agreed good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, they go back in time. They're really crazy. And uh, in that, they're like, can't swear... Well, they don't. You know, you can't swear. They've got no reason to. It's the same thing with in the next generation. They talk about how they how they've gotten rid of money and there's there isn't an economy anymore. They just give people hand jobs. Well, no, because they have self replicators. They're replicators. I mean, so if you want something like just make I want a bar of gold, you'll just create a bar of gold. That's I want not sustainable. Well, it is because they're like drawing atoms out of out of like the world. Or whatever. I don't remember the the science for it but basically it is it's an end to it's a it's a world without um fossil fuels or because why would there be you, you can create anything out of it you can turn atoms into other atoms that's what it is 
Right. So there's there's no one, no no one, there's no one on earth that's hungry. So why so why is Picard? It's why has a, Picard first of retired all, on a on a on a wine vineyard if he can just make infinite wine? Because it's it's like the pleasure of doing it. Like uh-huh. if you had lots of money. I mean, this is a we're about to get into some socioeconomic stuff here. Fun, right? But if people had, you know, money and enough money to sustain themselves and do what they want. Do you think people would commit crime or, or go around murdering people or have to be an organised crime and shit? I mean, them? murdering would still happen. That's murdering, not, yes. Yeah, that's not but in the, always in the, financial. For, crim- for criminal. It's supposed to be a conversation about Star Wars and Star Trek. Well, you can go back to that, but I'm just saying, <laughs> that's the point. He He's in a wine vineyard because that's what he wants to do. He wants to create wine. You know, he enjoys it. If you had unlimited resources, what would you do? You'd probably make films. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, but but now the the replicators have changed. They can only make like food that's all right. There's a scene where they're on a work like a a workplace on Mars, and like they like the food they create is like slop. It's like what the fuck in the in the previous series they were making lobster meals and fucking fine dining. It's like what? What is this? It's nonsense. Anyway, it's a, a post Logan world where it's got to be. It's all got to be all sad now. I don't know. I think they just they thought that people weird tangent. I think it's the same thing with modern Superman. They think it's got to be nitty and gritty and like tough for the real world we live in. Hasn't got to be. I mean, be uplifting, positive. That was a lot of the problem with that was deciding that Zack Snyder was the person to make a Superman movie. Let's just make it nitty and gritty. I mean, it changes the whole mood of the film as well. Everyone swears at Picard, and there's like inconsistencies. Like people are like, who's this guy? And then people are like, oh my god, it's Captain Picard, Admiral Picard. Or th- th- they'll be telling him to fuck off, or they'll hate his guts, or people will be like disrespectful. Starfleet officers will be di- disrespectful of the dead, like just kicking him around and shit. And like, what the fuck is going on in this show? What is going on? It could not be a Star Trek series. It would make more sense if it wasn't a Star Trek series. The fact that it is, is more confusing in the world. It'd be like in Star Wars, if, if there's just a graphic scene of Han Solo fucking someone <laughs> or, or something, it would be really weird. It'd be chewy, fuck chewy. Exactly. Um... For real. <laughs> it is that bizarre. You're like, what is going on? I, I don't I don't like it. Okay. I do think, again, I haven't watched it, but it's I, like from what you described. Cunt. <laughs> <laughs> cunt you are. Oh. Can you imagine? Yeah, that'd be great. Count Duke is just like, um, yeah, okay. From what you're describing, though, it does seem like a a, a, a response to to Logan. Just three yeah. years after. Um, sorry, you said something about um, <laughs> uh, Legends things like coming back or whatever. This one is actually mm. canon because it came out post the buyout. It was one of the books that came out to try and bridge the gap between six and seven because they really haven't done much with that. The Mandalorian yeah. is set between six and seven, but not a lot of people realize that because it just really uh, looks like the old ones. Yeah. Um, but um, is it really? Yeah, yeah, because that's uh, like um, one of Herzog and stuff. That's like the why they're hiding with like dusty stormtroopers because the Empire's is falling. Of course, of and course. the Death Star, the second Death Star, is blown up. Yeah, you're right. I so they're like, can you get to me, Habib Yoda? Please, I'm one hot so guys only here because they're paying for a like, movie. I haven't watched the show long enough to even know why they want it. Um, I, I Force-related things, I imagine. Yeah, I think... I, 
I mean, I watched the show months ago before it was technically available in the UK because I wasn't waiting. Um, I believe it is something close related, but at the end of the day, I don't think they really explain it. It's just the bad guys want it. Mando doesn't want to give it to them. Mm. It's kind of it. Anyway, um, in one of these books that bridge the gap, I can't remember the name of it. At one point, they go to Naboo, I, I imagine, um, and there's a bunch of Gungans. Mm-hmm. And um, there's this there's this one Gungan who's in the middle of the street, like being trapped like like a clown and being like people throwing stuff at them. And like, wait a minute, he's wearing like a thing that's like can't remember, but it's just like you know, like kick me, but he's like a social pariah, and it's and it's Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> they uh, because the Gungans somewhat blame him for Palpatine getting power, which is technically true. Um, so, sorry, sorry. Is this canon? Can- canonically, Jar Jar Binks is like a social pariah in in, in Naboo to the Gungans. They Fucking... they they hate him. Yeah. <laughs> That's Again, brilliant. I can't remember if it, if it was Naboo if the Gungans had moved, but um, yeah, it was. They uh, they they like hate him. For That's what, really for funny. What he did. Well, because it technically is his fault because he yeah. he is the one who because uh, so Padme's not there. He is the one who hands power of the Senate over to Palpatine. So it's technically Jar Jar's fault. Um, in his like one scene in in Revenge of the Sith because his scenes kept getting cut mm. as Lucas went. That's one thing <laughs> about um, about the Clone Wars, at least to the point I'm in, is there have been too many Jar Jar Binks focused episodes because yeah. there's been like four, and I'm like, no, this was 2009, 2010. You knew at this point, you don't tread this water. Um, it's good though they get the they get Ahmed Best to be the voice actor again, which is good because because what, what people now. did to him and tra- and how they treat him after Phantom Menace yeah. is wrong. Same with people mm. treating the actress who plays Rose. I can't remember her name, um, but well, she's just acting. Like, what do you want? Oh, it's all right. JJ Abrams is clearly on that side because there's literally the scene in Rise of Skywalker where Finn's like, "Hey, do you want to come on this adventure with us?" And she's like, "Nah, I'll." S- I tried that, nobody liked it. I'll uh, yeah. I'll sit out. <laughs> I'll... But didn't we have like a thing? Uh, forget it. <laughs> it's over. Don't nobody, worry. Nobody wants that. So I just kind of. Nah, that was really. We're bad, just gonna yeah. not address it anymore. I won't lie, that was bad. But that is that is the one um, thing from like any of the books where I've been like, oh, if only season two of the Mandalorian he goes in the boo and and, uh, <laughs> and Jar Jar Binks comes back as a. As if, I think that Mando would do it. I mean, uh, the Mandalorian made... Or kill him. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> Fucking just shoot him dead. Because the Mandalorian did Brilliant. make something about the holiday special canon. And mm. the very first yeah, episode, the life guy day, says Life Day, and he makes them. Um, yeah. And uh, I mean, um, I think people like to try and fit little dumb things from the past into canon, which I kind of like. Um, Teres Kasai, which mm. is like this form of Kung Fu from a shit... PS1 game is now <laughs> canon because um, Amelia Clark's character from Solo again, can't remember, Cora, I think maybe mm, was her name. Who knows? Um, she says that she was trained in it, so therefore that's really? canon now. Um, so yeah, so it was, it's, I, if I would like and get Ahmed best to do it, come on, be nice. But I would like if, I always uh, appreciate that if they brought it back and they they gave conclusion to to Jar Jar Binks. Mm. Have you rewatched Episode One at all recently? Uh, the film? Yes. 
Uh, no, the fucking game. Well, we were, <laughs> we were talking about the Mandalorian. Uh-huh. So Sorry, could have been the episode one. Uh, yeah, I think I have because uh, I rewatched it like a year and a half, two years ago, and I forgot how many scenes end, and then carry on for two minutes so that Jar Jar Binks can have a moment. Oh, Piosa! And then and then the scene ends again. It's like literally, there's one scene. I think they're having like dinner with with um, Anakin and his mum. And the scene ends and Qui-Gon and Anakin leave to go have the Metachlorian conversation. Say all about that, whatever. Um, so the scene ends, they walk out, but then the camera just pans over and Jar Jar's like, Oh, what are this? Oh no, and then the fucking and then it does the little wipe. But <laughs> but that happens about twelve times. It it does it's great. I don't understand <laughs> why. I don't understand why. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think if they edited it better and maybe wrote the character better, mm-hmm. it would have been all right. You could have had this comedic relief, but <coughs> he's wrote into the end of scenes. I remember watching Force Awakens. Like, oh, here he is. <laughs> Do you remember our favourite character, Jar Jar Binks? He won't fuck off. <laughs> I, re- I remember with Force Awakens. Um, I think it was on the on the scene in the Millennium Falcon, just after the little the little um thumbs up, mm. and when BB-8 is like rolling around and he's like losing little hooks to keep himself on, and I remember turning to my friend when I was watching it, and I was going, "There you go, that's how you do like a little cute comedic comic relief character who isn't fucking irritating and ruins everything." BB-8 was a good way of doing it. Um, yeah, I I look George Lucas did create Star Wars. It is his child. But had they given him the control that they gave him in the prequels for the original trilogy, there would be three Star Wars movies, not like 10, 11, mm. how many there are. Um, because the the prequels were clearly, if you give him control, it doesn't really work. <laughs> yeah, it really doesn't. I mean, his wife saved it in the edit. Yeah, his, yeah, his first wife um, is, is more of the reason Star Wars is... Star Wars. She won the Oscar as well. Yeah. Um. There's a there's the documentary about it on Disney Plus. I haven't watched it yet, but um, yeah. It's the prequels <laughs> have so many problems. Disney yeah. Oh, you mentioned we talked about. The yeah, movie, we like. have. To be honest. It's hard to talk about. It's available. Star Wars you have to. You have to bow down to Disney. Mm-hmm. They they own your Star ass. Trek's on Netflix. There you go. Yeah. Let's, let's cover all bases. Uh, Except for Picard. That's on Amazon. Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> That's one thing about Disney Plus. Although, of course, I didn't think about it until I looked. Um, they don't have the Spider-Man movies, the Homecoming and, oh. the, and the Far From Home, because technically they don't own them. So they yeah. have every MCU movie, besides those two. Yeah, which well, is I suppose that's the benefit about the MCU films. You know, you mm. can miss one and still know what's going on. Yeah, Spider-Man ones are good, though. They are good. Well, we're getting sidetracked. <laughs> we are, we are. Yeah. Anyway, so we're talking about Star Wars. Um, it's the prequel trilogy. Yeah. If anything, in some ways, it's more like Star Trek. <laughs> mm. Because mm. it's a lot more about the not war parts of war. Exactly. It's a lot more about like the. It still well, has a lot to, of the. We need to make. Uh, yeah, yeah. We, it, as the, as, <laughs> that sounded really bad. It has a lot of the fun that Star <laughs> Trek doesn't, doesn't have. Uh, well, I mean, end of conversation. Uh, <laughs> he's he, well, he's moved on. But um, yeah, it's like it's just like episode one starts with them going to talk about fucking trade deal, which yeah. again, episode one was the first one I watched as a kid, and you, 
it's amazing that I fell in love with Star Wars because when you think about it, episode one isn't a lot no. of things that kids would like. It's a lot of people going, well, we need to organize a trade deal with these very racist Asian aliens. Yeah, and then uh, <laughs> they come back and the, one of them comes back in, in the Clone Wars mm. and they keep that voice. And I'm like, well, I respect the continuity, I guess. Um, so and there's literally a point where he goes like, huh? In like an Asian accent. He goes like, oh. <laughs> I understand because in fantasy, there's a lot of... Um kind of parallels between yeah. stereotypes and I think science fiction at its best is always doing something that's deriving from something that's actually happening but there's a difference between that um, and just making Star Wars about Bond because the Emperor's big plan to get into power is to become the fucking president of the Republic yeah, and like win, a... win power of his parliament and shit like that when in the original trilogy, he's just a wrinkly fuck on a chair going, mm, yes. I mean, I can see how it like it uh, parallels like uh-huh. the Roman Republic and stuff and Julius Caesar. I'd say that's what happened. Julius Caesar was killed, you mm-hmm. know, quite yeah. quite historically. Uh-huh. Um, there's there's no debate on it. Julius Caesar <laughs> oh, is still dead. around. <laughs> oh, he's hiding. Where's he at? Yeah, he's exactly. in the same bunker as Hitler. <laughs> They're both um, just on gimbals going, well, it worked for the Emperor. <laughs> It'll work for us. Oh, Jesus. And, um, yeah, I mean, well, that is pretty, that's pretty funny. I was trying to say about uh, fancy tropes. More commonly than not, they will take stereotypes from real life mm-hmm. and use them for characters like dwarves are and this is a lost i mean dwarves are real i mean <laughs> i don't think we should call them dwarves no, but um <laughs> uh but dwarves i'm going to be like a, a parallel to jewish people right that I, I mean that's real yeah i do vaguely remember hearing about that i mean the stereotype of jewish people obviously uh-huh. not, not however <laughs> this however is literally lord of the rings and whatever was written in a very different time, like the 1920s, oh, yeah, big, something big time, like that. Time. It, it's meant to be like a parallel of the world at the same time. Yeah. Like, um, there's There was a big, massive war that happened, and now there's a I big one about it. to come. So that's world War One, World War II. What was it about? Hmm? What are you talking about? Lord of the Rings. Huh? Oh, well, Lord of the Rings, they have two world wars. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I'm not a massive fan of that franchise, so I must have missed that. I mean, yeah, I, I, things, are, things are going downhill real, <laughs> real quick. I mean... Not to date this podcast, <laughs> which I'm about to. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Bernie Sanders has just dropped out. Yeah. Presidential race. So that's yeah. Really um, depressing. Trump will win then. That's 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 in the bag now. Cool. They got two awesome. senile old men going awesome. up against each other. Yeah. And one can talk. What's terrible was when Jar Jar Binks came out and went, "I'm handing over power to Donald." Yeah, exactly. That was my, my Jar Jar Binks impression earlier was a lot fucking better than whatever that was. <laughs> that was that went downhill a little bit. Oh no. So gonna give you the power, Mr. Donald. Brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm, yeah, but you could say that. But the fact that this was made in like 1999, I don't understand what that stereotype was trying to say. I don't know. About, I, feel, about, I feel like uh, he was just. I mean, it's it's understandable, mm-hmm. but I still think it's a poor choice. Like <laughs> this is a kids' film. Like, not that Lord of the Rings isn't good for children, but like. <laughs> 
at least the stereotypes they used hmm. when they created them as characters, they were then you like... can quite easily watching the movies of Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit not draw comparisons to them being racial stereo not racial uh, but stereotypes of, yeah. of Jews. Whereas the 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 the, the senator characters um, at the start of episode one, I can't remember the name. Newt Gunray, I think, is one of them. Hmm. Again, I, I'm not 100. Um, percent Blatant, just is just very much. I mean, like, it's just it's racist. Terrible. It's, it's terrible. straight racist. Um, yeah, but then they're not good characters either. No, are they? I mean, there isn't really. I don't think I think they occasionally. Again, it's another thing of George R. Binks and and, and and Rose where they've gone like well, this didn't work, but technically they. Yeah, they still have to be around, so exactly. I'll just kind of just put them in the background for the next two movies. Um, yeah, but I think the people have a lot of problems again. I, okay, well, okay, so run over episode one, it's not very good. The the um, the pod race scene again, as a kid, you love, I think it's great, and you always fondly remember the pod race scene until you rewatch it again, realize it's 20 minutes, mm. it's like a it's a lot. Of the movie is this race. It's, it's so twenty long. minutes. It's something. <laughs> what? It, it's very long. Oh my like God. it. It is a lot of the movie. Anyway, um, Darth Maul, um, originally voiced by Peter Serafinowicz, um, who is in Shaun of the Dead and things like that, mm. uh, is good for the time he gets, and I'm glad that they do expand yeah. on him. Um, they should have just made him the villain for the trilogy instead of just making different people. He could have easily played Count Dooku's role. And mm. I, uh, you know, again, they've done stuff I'd with say, him, so it doesn't I'd matter. I'd say just throwing Count Dooku for the whole thing. I think Count Dooku is a really good character. Yeah, I think he is. I think General Grievous. I think a lot of the characters they created. I do think so. I, I again, think, again, even I think... a Sarge Ventress, which only comes in the Clone Wars. It's great. Great character. Yeah. Um,. I no, I, I, I do I do think that and I oh, think I mean, not, oh, you know, No, I, Vent, Ventress is from like again I, I saw the movie uh, when it came out I don't know and she's, she's in that. that she's in the movie and she's in like the first episode of, of, of uh, the Clone Wars. Uh it's like I know Ahsoka and I know that she gets better. Mm. Um <laughs> um but you know so gets yeah. better just to clarify, it gets better as in she's poorly written yes. in, in the I mean the yeah, I mean I guess, but I also guess she's kind of serving a purpose at that point. I don't know. I don't think. I think. I don't so... think the show I'll... from as much of the Glenn Ross as I've watched so far. I don't think the show really knows what it's doing yet. Mm. The show's just kind of doing little scenes of wars and little battles, and occasionally there'll be a story for like three episodes, and then they'll drop it and move somewhere else. It's not canonically in order for the first couple of seasons. It kind of shifts and, and shakes. So I don't think they really know what they're doing. I won't lie to you. I don't think serving a purpose is a good excuse for bad writing. Um, I again, I don't think there like was a, there was an pose. episode I watched yeah. recently where Ahsoka was kind of a key role, and they and they and they started the developer. Um, and I think she has. I think the the first season, like the first half of the first season, the Clone Wars, she she was just there to be like, "What do we do, Master Anakin?" Um, but they do start to do stuff with her. She has like a quite a good couple of stories against Grievous, and she has some good stuff against like these parasites. Mm. So, uh, anyway, but um, but that's just from how much I've watched. But yeah, episode one happens. Blah 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 blah. Um, that's a cool trick. All that shit. Episode two, it's, it's f- fucking poo. Mm. It's a poo movie. I mean, the fight was cool. Well, in the the Geonosis fight. Yeah, yeah, I guess. 
It's a bit, it's a bit sensory overload. It's just a bit, a bunch of bright lights kind of flicking about. Um, I think there's just like a lot of wasted potential in Star Wars, where I feel like up until very recently, Star Trek has totally avoided. Oh, except for a few things. Uh, let's be real. Um, first of all, Enterprise, uh-huh. big waste, big waste. You mean the show? Yeah, not just the ship. <laughs> <laughs> um, a big waste. Like to have what was the, what was Enterprise's USP? What was like its unique? Element? It was the first Enterprise launched. Okay, so in this the is Star Trek. This world. is pre. So this is pre Kirk. This is the beginning of the Federation. The Federation isn't even around yet. It's just called the United. It's Earth. good that Star Trek had a pretty cool trilogy. Was, <laughs> and you know what? People shit on it, but it, it was pretty damn good. Uh-huh. It was pretty good. It showed how it began. Had a lot of time travel stuff involved, which I thought was fun. Um, it was cool compared to. You know how how Star Wars often handles is expanded stuff can be pretty pretty dodge. Like, I mean, some of the expanded universe stuff is just shit. Oh yeah, I mean, whenever people go like, "Oh, bring the legends back," a lot of it, is <laughs> a lot of them shit. were terrible. Uh, like, there's a bit with Legends. I know this. That's where good stuff. He deflects um, Luke mm-hmm. with his lightsaber. Deflects one of like the eighty eighty blasts. Have you have have you ever? Cool. Have you ever heard? I mean, it's cool, um, but of, it's dumb. Of evil clone Luke, yeah, was just called yes. Luke, of uh, which he's um, just Luke with two years. Do you remember when the Emperor came back and he was young? Yeah, I mean, they were. Um, I thought that's what was happening in Rise of Skywalker because Matt Smith was supposedly in the movie, but he's not. Uh, uh, but uh, people thought that he Matt was going to be young. a terrible young Emperor. Let's be real. I would have preferred a CG <laughs> Palpatine. I preferred, like, you know. The Irishman Palpatine <laughs> over that. Um, Actually, that sounds really cool. <laughs> I think about it. They could have gotten all the stills from episode one. would look pretty young. No, he didn't. In episode one, he was still 78. No, episode one, he looked like he was like mid 60s. <laughs> and I mean, that's old, but it ain't that old. I've always thought that. It ain't like because, skin walking around. Because like, there's, there's like 20, 30 years between like three and. Um, Six. It's twenty years. Something like that. I can't. I can't remember how big the gap between uh, uh, episode five and six are. Um, but I'm like, he was fucking old when he when when he got wrinkled. <laughs> was so old. Like, how old is he now? Which is why I'm kind of like, you know, obviously, new emperor was coming back. He in, must have in, been in, in episode nine. Past hundreds. Well, I'm kind. One thing I'll give episode nine credit for. It's very few things I will. Um, is um. That they do as much as I fucking. Why did he come back anyway? Is um. They clearly do make him this kind of zombie on a gimbal. Mm. They're not seriously going that he's a hundred. Because again, it's been thirty years since the the original trilogy now at this point. So he would be two hundred and fifty two at this point. <laughs> so it, it's the part the part of him making like being like basically just kind of a corpse being mm. kind of held together by the Sith cult. Well, that would have been interested if you fucking said anything yeah. anything about that not just there's some cunts in robes at the end look I'll say something you nice think... about Rise of Skywalker again I've got to give it some good things mm. anyway mm. I like that he's still kind of dead um, 
the one element they bring back from Last Jedi, mm. even though they fucking retcon everything else, the one element they bring back is the little Force conversations between Rey and, and, that was and Kylo. And I don't do... like how they used it in the end. I mean, mm. I'm going to suck this Force out of you. Well, that was dumb. No, but I think but what happens just before that, when she has the two lightsabers, puts one, puts one behind her back, and then Kylo picks it up and does his little shrug. That was the one moment of the movie. Mm. Um, disclaimer, I have a Kylo Ren lightsaber tattoo. I quite like Kylo Ren. Cool. Where I was just kind of like, yeah, that was like the one moment in that movie when, fuck yeah, that's Should cool. we discuss the character of Kylo Ren? Because I don't like him that much. I think they did him dirty in A9, but I think he was an interesting um, modern version of an Anakin type of Darth Vader type of character. I think the Of like a whiny version of him. I know that Anakin's pretty whiny anyway, but like, I think it worked. I think the problem ultimately with with Kylo Ren for me is that, you know, he he has a heroic end to mirror, you know, the Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. but he isn't in any way redeemable. Like, no, because the because JJ just wanted to do Return of the Jedi again. You could have done something with it if you would if you had carried on. With where his story was going from episode just a eight, good story, which arc. they which they start to do at nine, although they kind of gloss over him being supreme leader now, even though like all the toys and like in Battlefront two or whatever they always call the version with the with the cracked mask supreme leader, even though the fact that he's got his mask on again mm. is is JJ going like is literally going like you know I'll just I'll, I'll piece it back together, it's, I'll, I'll give him his cool mask <laughs> again, but I'm like him <laughs> taking. Him, him destroying sweating. the mask was very important to yeah. his character, um, and you know whatever. But um, they do good stuff with him again. Another thing that Rise of Skywalker does well, even if it's so clear that they paid him a lot of money and he was only there for a day, was the little conversation between um, Kylo and Han that replicated Episode Seven was one of the few things in the trilogy that had like a full arc that closed that was and a I moment. thought that moment was great and really good for Kylo but then he goes to have his redemption battle and go like Emperor fuck you, Rey was right I should have joined her, this is my time I'm Ben Solo now, I'm not Kylo Ren he yeets him down a hole and he comes back and dies that is it mm. they want him to have his big fucking Darth Vader redemption moment but he doesn't shove Palpatine down a fucking hole. He shoves. Him, he gets shoved down one himself. And then Ray has the hero, which is fair enough. She's the main character of the trilogy. And again, I didn't hate Ray until the last twenty minutes of Rise of Skywalker because they. I also, at the start of the movie, didn't hate that she was a Palpatine. I didn't like it because mm. I was like, it's fine that she was no one. But I guess this is more interesting than her being a Kenobi, which is what everyone thought it was going to be. But. Again, like Kylo, they don't do anything with it. They just kind of, at the, the third act, it kind of gets all dropped. I think the new trilogy, in all honesty, mm-hmm. is worse than the prequels. Uh, no, I, I don't know. Because the whole lack of a story arc over the three films ruins it. It's ruined. The, the prequels... All individually, yeah, they're all right. Uh-huh. Okay, I, I'm probably not going to watch any of them again, mm. like unless I have easy access to them. But Disney Plus, <laughs> exactly. Disney Plus. Um, but fuck it, I'm 
Yeah, I, I never uh, but the prequels stick like, the landing. I want to watch all of them. Like they're fucking, they're bad. They're bad. The prequels stick the landing better. Not that, oh, yeah. An- not that Anakin does at the end of Episode Three. Am I right? Hey. <laughs> anyway, um, the, the prequel trilogy starts shit and sticks the landing. Mm. The sequel trilogy starts good and fucks up the landing. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, I just, but I, I, I think Rise of Skywalker. I was not hating it. Except for the except for the first five minutes and mm. last ten minutes, right at the start where it's oh, I'm fine, Snoke's in a box. I went good, great. This is how we start again because I'm a Last Jedi fan. I'm like great. We're two minutes in, you're already fucking retconning a movie. I like awesome, mm. great. Um, and then at the end, shove Kylo down a hole. Um, and then, and then my my favorite part. I'm going to get real fucking... I hate this. I hate this so much. Um, there's another char- fictional character and franchise I'm quite keen on, as you know, James, and that is that is Batman, specifically Harley Quinn. Okay? There we go. I'm a big fan of Harley Quinn. I can't and wait I for like, the comments. And I, like her, and I like her character. Brilliant. Big fan of her. Um, <laughs> you, but, you really are setting yourself up for having but, a fetish but, but you really are no, you my, don't my point but you just sound like it my I point like her. is I like her a lot she's my favourite you, you didn't even preface I like Batman you said I like Batman specifically Harley Quinn my <laughs> point like was let me let me let me get my fucking oh, point across alright alright is obviously a big part of her character to a lot of people is her relationship with Joker but and people um idolize that or like play it up mm, yeah. and like make tumblr art and deviant art about it and go like oh be my joker and i'll be your harley and all this shit and it and it's awful and it it's just a shit and it advocates abusive um relationships and stockholm syndrome and it's shit and it's just terrible shipping mentality that the world is in mm. um Harley. Not the world. Okay. I don't think Donald Trump's shipping no. anyone. He is. He's shipping himself with any woman with a pulse. Um, <laughs> uh, well, um, not crooked Hillary. Okay. No, no, it's crooked Hillary. Uh, but yeah, it, it, the shipping community is terrible in a lot of ways. Mm. Uh, not all of them, obviously. Some of them are fine. But I think people who are doing stuff like this are shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. yeah, so anyway, so that, doing all that. And I hate people that advocate things like that. In the Star Wars franchise, hey, they might have been the same people. I wasn't checking their accounts. Mm. A, a big thing in Episode Seven or Eight was was Raylo. Yeah, the, the thing is the 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 the, um, the concept of, of Ray and Kylo being a couple, despite the fact that he is a, a murderous madman villain. Um, yes, he gets redeemed in the ninth one, but you didn't know that was happening at the time, and. Um, you know, he fucking negs her in, mm. in Last Jedi, where he's like, you fucking know one, mate. I mean, not to me. I, you know, I think you're great, but everyone else, everyone else thinks you're a prick, Ray. But I'm great, be with me. And anyway, it's, it's the same sort of thing. Well, it's not the same, because the Joker's a lot worse. But it, it's the same sort of thing. But people were like, oh, Raylo, oh, I like it. Oh, he's just misunderstood. He, She can change him. Blah, blah, blah. The same shit that happened, mm. and I hate it. But you know what? It's fine, because they would never make it canon, would they? It's just, it's just. They would never kiss. What they James? Oh my god, I'm so loud. Sorry, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to mute that. Would they? The moment I checked out of Rise of Skywalker, and the reason I have not been willing to watch the movie again, is because Kylo saves Ray, 
have a little smooch, don't they? Mm. And then he smiles and dies. Redeemed by the power of love. It's, it's and bad. and Raylo is is <sighs> It's bad. I think I think Kylo Ren's a bad character. I won't lie to you. I don't think he's a bad character. I think they did Well, I think it's like they try to add a redemption arc to someone that's essentially a genocidal dictator. Mm. And and he's not even like an impressive villain. He's like <laughs> Well, that could have worked. Whiny. It like, could have worked. But it could have worked. Could have worked if he hadn't gone around fucking killing loads of people. The the, the story they were give him the, some way to be redeemable, but he's not. I, he's I, fucking. He's an evil villain. He should have died. He should have been the villain at the end. Ray should have been killing him. He's a, he's a bad man. Yeah, Darth was... Vader was a guy pushing buttons. He was just being told what to do. He wasn't like until like the expand universe, fucking killing people left and right. He was just going around. Yeah, that's part a of big, his empire. That's a big thing. That happens in the Last Jedi, is he kills Snoke like Vader killed Palpatine, but at that moment Vader turns good and goes, "I was wrong." It's a light side, and Ray's like, "Fucking hell, we we've done it. This is what's gonna happen." And he's just like, "Come on, let's let's go fuck people up together. Let's do let's do this." Like, like I'm the leader now. We can do this. And Ray's like, "That that should have no, been such a good point. That's not for them to go on and be not, like exactly. It would have been, but JJ acted like the Last Jedi never happened. So." They couldn't do anything with that, but at the end of Last Jedi, he just has—he just has power. Luke fobs him off, in a, and just just shows him that, oh, you might think you're Billy Big Bollocks, but you'll never be me. You'll never be Luke Skywalker. Like I'm not even here, and I beat you. And it's just okay. that—what a ledge! And it the it's a great thing of like you know he's really just kind of built into his anger and and this character they built up. And then the start of nine, he's just looking for Palpatine because of the speech that came out, hmm. which is not in the movie, but they did play it in Fortnite. Palpatine's exactly. speech. That's the only place that it's actually been shown. I, d- I don't know, man. It's just a. <laughs> it's, I, I need to. It's good to be a fan of Star Trek, right. really, because I got all this content I can look back on and be like, that was really good. Whereas, like, Star Wars is the expanded universe, the original trilogy. I think I think films. there's some Real Star one. Wars fans, and I don't think it's a lot of them. Um, but th- it's always the vocal ones um, that are unwilling to accept that a major- that not a majority, but a lot of Star Wars is objectively not very good. Mm. It's, oh, yeah, yeah. it's the world that... and the characters. I don't think New Hope's very good at all, and and the concept. Of, I do really like the sequel trilogy. I. I don't really like it. I did really like it, and then episode <laughs> nine happened. Um, so I really liked two of them. Um, it was easily better than the prequels for me. Easily, until Rise of Skywalker really fucking dropped it down. So mm. I don't know where they stand, but obviously the original trilogy is, is best, and Rogue One's great, and I'll Solo say it, was fine. I've got no allegiances to Star Wars. Uh-huh. No allegiances to Star Trek. It's not a fucking army. Uh-huh. Um, you do, I, mean, I mean, William Shatner is in the background Holding a gun to your to your penis. What's that red dot in my head? Oh my god! Which um, <laughs> but uh, I don't think a new hope is very good. I don't think it's good at all. I think a new. I hope, wouldn't watch a new hope. I think a new hope is. Well, I mean, a new hope was a mess, and is a miracle that it became what it exactly. became. Um, I think that what needs was to be commended for the well. movie that it ended up being, uh, thanks to it being saved in the edit. But yeah. and I good think job. it's dumb. Um, 
but I just wanted to go to Tashi Station to pick up some power converters. There's lots of deleted scenes from A New Hope. Uh-huh. Right? They're actually all right. Yeah. They set up the rebellion and they set up Luke's character arc. Because at the beginning, he's talking to his mate. He's like, I'm going to go fly for the fucking rebellion. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's with like, Wedge, isn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah. And then at the end, he's fucking, he's doing better than Wedge. He's blowing up the Death Star. What a cool character arc. No, fuck that. I think th- what what got left in was what they could what they could put what in they could that salvage. salvaged that that would make sense. Because yes, there are deleted scenes that set up certain things, but if you actually put them in the movie, it wouldn't work and make no mm. sense. Which happens with a lot of movies and a lot of de- deleted scenes. Um, Empire is top notch. Mm. Great film. Um, mm. Great expansion of it. Great way of of, Just- of expanding all the characters. Obviously, the Luke, I'm your father, good stuff. Um, it's brilliant because a sequel should always do what the original film did, but better. Which is rarely film, what sequels do. The original film was fun, child-friendly, mm-hmm. interesting experience like no one had seen at the time. Well, even if you look at the big lightsaber duel at the end of the movies, in 4, it, if I ever got to write a Star Wars movie, right, and I... I, I, I Currently in university, I kind of want to be a screenwriter. If I ever got a chance to write like a prequel Star Wars movie set between like, you know, set in three or, or four or whatever. I mean, aren't they doing another two trilogies? Supposedly, Ryan Johnson is supposed to be doing a trilogy. I'm probably the only person in the world who's <laughs> on board for that idea. Didn't so they I have, like um, Ryan Johnson, but... Didn't they have David Benioff and... Um... Oh, yeah, that got oh, dropped. Oh, thank God, eh? <laughs> that, that'd be I get, hilarious. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure we'll do an episode on, on Game of Thrones at some point. Oh, yes, and how, I mean, I'm a casual fan of that. So I, it didn't I'm hurt a, me so much when the show it, it really when happened. the show was bad I was, because I liked it but I never loved it so I was disappointed but there's a lot of people that, that such a big fan yeah um yeah that got dropped because Netflix offered them more money I think which is which I think shows which is sad I well I think it shows that maybe they shouldn't have ever been making it anyway because with something like with Star Wars if I was asked to make a Star Wars trilogy they shouldn't be and Netflix and someone comes and goes oh we'll give you more money to just make some random stuff. I would be like, no, this is Star Wars. I need, I want to make this. Not, oh, cool, money. Like, you've just done Game of Thrones for, you know, 10 but, years. Surely you're fine. You were making the biggest TV show in the world. So bad. Even if you did fuck it up. There's a, uh, we'll talk about, yeah, they were going to do a trilogy that got dropped. Um, Ryan Johnson is supposedly doing one. Kevin Feige is apparently doing a movie. Mm. Or, like, obviously he's a producer, so well, I don't really good. know why they're, like, why get him but you know he does good stuff he does he's, he he's does a good do producer really good stuff. he's um, really interested in yeah no he super content. cares about yeah. um about other stuff and he's a big fan of star wars during phase two of the marvel movies in every movie someone lost an arm mm. as a reference to star wars oh nice uh, yeah. so yeah it's um anyway so there are other things allegedly coming obviously there was supposed to be a Boba Fett movie. That's not happening because it was going to be by the guy who did Fant Forstick, who allegedly is Josh Trank, that's his name, allegedly was a bit of a loose unit and was... A bit of a loose unit? Some what, of mental? Sh- some, not mental, but like a bit unpredictable and a bit crazy. Oh. Uh, some of the shit he did when they were filming Fant Forstick. And like, I mean, that movie is terrible and it wasn't salvaged, but, yeah. you know, fair play. Uh, so he got dropped soon after Fan Foster came out. So Boba Fett movie never got made. It was never announced, but mm. it was probably going to be a Boba Fett movie. He'll show up in the Mandalorian. It'll be fine. Um, and the Kenobi movie, it was going to be a Kenobi movie, yeah. but now it's going to be a Disney Plus show, which technically I like more. It's pretty yeah. cool that they've got Ewan McGregor to do a TV show. There's more show. you can do with it. 
Um, I'm sad that they ended Darth Maul's arc. I, I you know, in the Re- in Rebels, it's definitively it's ended. Ending, it is a good ending, but it means that obviously they'll probably have Darth Maul in the Kenobi show. I, I hope, hope so. they don't. I think I think because a lot of people, because I mean, I'm a big Star Wars fan, but I've only just got around to watching the Clone Wars, and I've watched the season and a half of Rebels. Yeah. I've been quite bad with watching the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. That's a lot of fans, though, as well. Like a lot of grown-up fans haven't watched the Clone Wars and, and, and Rebels. I mean, if so, you know they've probably seen the movies, watched Solo, and been like, "Fucking hell, Darth Maul's alive! What's this going on?" Exactly. They don't know anything about what's happened with the Clone Wars. So if you put, I imagine there's some major big-time nerds like us that do. Yeah, but if you put Darth Maul in the live-action Kenobi show, knowing that a lot of people are going to watch that means they can do stuff with his character and, and people will notice. Mm. Um, and I think he's a good character. I mean, and he's alive in that time. He's alive between three and four. Grievous isn't, you know, because everyone killed him, mm. you know. Uh, so there's a lot of the other characters that everyone's come into contact with. Sure, And you can't have him meet Vader because it's quite definitive in New Hope that he didn't know that he was alive and mm. where he was. So basically the only real character, unless you give an original one, is to put Darth Maul on it. So I think it'd be cool. But it seems that, Dis- my point being, it seems that Disney are scared to do movies right now mm. because Rise Skywalker did well, well I, but, I uh, can and see Solo why. didn't. I think they've been experimenting with their original properties mm-hmm. or original quote. But Mandalorian's done fucking really well, so they're probably going to lean onto Disney Plus. I think they will because it's the, the some of the remakes they've been making. Honestly, if they kept up with the remakes and then they had the David Benioff and whatever his name is, the other guy. Um, I don't I don't want to know their names because I don't like them. Um, Why? Something wise? Yeah, something wise. Uh, you, by the remakes, do you mean like Aladdin and... Yeah, yeah. Um, if they kept that up, I'm pretty sure it would have killed them. Which is hilarious because they're the biggest corporation on you earth. see how fucking much money Aladdin made? You're mad. Yeah, but, yeah, but they're all shit. Like, Aladdin eventually... Terrible. Word of mouth beats anything. I don't care if they've got eighty percent of all media in their hands. I don't care because I it, think it would just fall apart. Disney, it would just a, a fall Disney. Apart. They can't a lot, no, push the, enough propaganda. The, 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 okay. yeah, Lion King was good. It wasn't. It was shit. It was a I, I didn't like the Lion King. It was terrible. But to be fair, I don't really like the Lion King anyway. But um, I'm so bad. Literally, the only changes they made, they well, they added more of a budget and and they ruined it. They were like, oh. Let's do um, Can You Feel the Love Tonight in the daytime. Sorry. And then <laughs> okay, yeah, they, they ruined some of the best dialogue. Uh-huh. And, and they just they ruined the character design as well. They're just fucking lions yeah, in this. The, the, the How do they emote? The Lion re- remake is bad. The Mulan one obviously got pushed back. I know because, people that think because, it's good and it because really disturbs me. Well, I don't, mind, I don't yeah. mind the Aladdin one. The Aladdin one justifies its existence a hell of a lot more than the Lion King does. Because the Lion King... Is just the Lion King, but this time it's real lions, so they can't emote. It's not real lions, no. Yeah, it's CG lions. But very credit where it's due, the CG in Lion King is incredible. It is. It's ridiculously. It's incredible. because it cost a quarter of yes, a billion. It cost a lot of money. But um, yeah. But the Lion King was just the Lion King again, but this time it's Donald Glover, which I guess is cool. He can sing better than Matthew Broderick. But um, mm. uh, Aladdin. Does enough. I don't think everything it does is 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 in any way better than the original. I don't think it is. I think Will Smith works, and they don't try and make him the same genie, which is good because they're very different actors. I feel like Aladdin's even worse than Lion King. I don't think it is. I think Aladdin's okay. 
I again, okay. I don't think it goes anywhere be... near the original. They Aladdin, shouldn't exist okay. if they're okay. They just shouldn't. Yeah, but that's just. Yeah. But is that that's what we've got to look forward to? I mean, I yeah, probably. <laughs> but um, I, I don't. I don't want to be be watching films then. If the people that own eighty percent of all media on Earth are just making trash. Well, we've got even to, we have to the see, new Star Trek stuff is shit. We have to see what they do with 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 Fox and if they do interesting <laughs> stuff with that. But um, no, they own Fox. Yeah, I was going to say if they do interesting things with owning Fox, they won't. Here's um, the spoiler. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they'll just make another Simpsons film. You've got you've got um, shit like that. Frozen two was quite good. Um, the Pixar. It, oh, it was okay. Yeah, but I again, really I don't anywhere. like Frozen one, and I think Frozen, Frozen one had good. a plot. Frozen two. Frozen two has a plot for Elsa, and that's about it. No, I, 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 yeah. Anna vaguely has a plot. Kristoff isn't there. Anyway, this was a fucking episode about Star Trek and Star Wars. Oh, I know, but it's, it's gone into the depression anyway, future of media. Uh, yeah, I don't know what they're doing with Star Wars movies. Well, Disney, their plan for the foreseeable... I think, no, their plan was to alternate between Avatar and Star Wars movies for mm. like six years. So do, <laughs> so do Avatar 2, oh, which Christ. will flop because no one cares about Avatar. You know and what's then funny? do it, Ryan Johnson's trilogy or whatever, the first one. And there is like Avatar a big... Big had a big big appeal, like at the time because it's like a very American imperialist perspective. When did it come out two thousand nine, eleven years ago. Yeah, Jesus. And it was like it was the first one. It was like Tony CG. Oh my god. Oh yeah. I mean, at the time, everyone could see Avatar. Right. Second, Second one, one third one, fourth one, fifth one. They're gonna be shite. I don't care if I'm wrong in the future. I'm saying Avatar no. one wasn't good. Avatar one was Have okay. Have you seen anyone? Talk about it. Right. Or, the, or, or name, name a character. Uh, is it John? Something Sully, isn't it? I don't know. Um, Who knows? Sam, Sam, Wer- Sam Worthington's fucking laughing because his career died, and now they're like, "Hey, we'll do four more Avatar movies." Fucking. He's like, "Fucking great!" Anyway, because um, Zoe Zeldana's like, oh, "I mean, I was in Guard- I-, I was in Guardians and Star Trek. I was doing exactly. okay." And like, no, you'll have to do Avatar again. Um, and the villain's the guy from the first one who I'm pretty sure got a spear in his chest. Anyway, yeah. Avatar's not very good, and it won't make money. At least I hope it doesn't, because it doesn't. It shouldn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. Even if you're not a massive Marvel fan, Endgame deserves to be the highest grossing. Fuck load more than Avatar. Definitely, does. because it's it's a real breakthrough. It's what I like. Uh, you know, it's it's individual stories that work, uh-huh. and they've also been able to make it work in like a serialized version, which is incredible mm-hmm. for films. It's like the reverse of a TV show. I think a TV show should be insular. Like you watch one episode, you can like a Sherlock Holmes story or something. You can watch it and enjoy it, and know all the characters have a good time. Mm-hmm. And then this films, they, they, they've made them serialized. It's brilliant. But you know, I'm I'm not the biggest Marvel fan. I won't lie to you. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, them. We'll I'm, talk about that at some point. But... but uh, I do think Avatar should not stretch it because it doesn't deserve it. I feel like, I think, personally, a Star Trek film should be up there. A good Star Trek film could totally be up there. When, when, when. It could be so much better than Avatar. Who remembers the character from Avatar? No one. When, when Endgame came out and there was the big campaign from people being like, make Endgame be number one, make Endgame here. Which, which was kind of, kind of spooky, really, when you think about it. People have got that cult personality that's like, I need to let this corporation uh-huh. win. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't get, get a grip. 
know? don't. I mean, like I said, I think it's 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 better for films to say that Endgame is the highest grossing movie of yeah, all time so. than it is to say that Avatar is. But um, but there wasn't like a camp of Avatar fans being like, "Oh, don't let this happen." Do you know why? Because it's a fucking empty camp. There's no there's no one in that camp. <laughs> so bizarre. But um, I think maybe we should wrap up. Maybe we we, we stopped talking about Star Wars and Star Trek a while ago. That's the ago. thing. Ultimately. Uh-huh. I know a lot about Star Trek and some about Star Wars. You know a lot about Star Wars, mm. basically nothing about Star Trek. <laughs> so really, the comparison is difficult. Uh-huh. But I still think Star I, Trek. I don't. I just don't think Star Trek's for me. I think um, that's totally fine. I think, I it's, think it, it's got. It isn't a lot it of it Just isn't. Well, it's like there's a lot of franchises that are very well loved that I don't like. I'm sure that we'll come across because you're a big Lord of the Rings fan. I'm not a huge Lord of the Rings fan. Well, a hell of a lot more than me. I mean, as in I've seen the films. I mean, I've seen them once. Huh. Well, uh, actually, I didn't finish the whole bit. I think a, probably a better subject would be something like Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. Because I I'm mean, a I've seen massive... Yeah, but I'm a yeah. massive fan. I can tell you but, about um, the fucking... The Civil Wars and shit, you know? Mm-hmm. Not just Robert Rebellion, like, mm-hmm. you know. It's Captain America, Civil War. No, you Oh, funny. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Um, like, favourite, and subscribe. Do they do favourites on I, YouTube? I don't more? think... I'm, if we're not... Are we on YouTube for this podcast? Yeah, we'll be putting it on both. Be on Spotify and YouTube. I like, comment, subscribe, then I guess. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Oh, no. Please let my wife go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't... Star Trek, I don't know, maybe I should give it more of a go, but I, I, there's a lot of franchises that are very well loved that I, I do not get. Like, I don't get Lord of the Rings. Um... Yeah, so I, I, I don't know. I think from what I've seen of Star Trek, like I didn't hate the Abrams movies, but from what I've heard, they're not a good barometer of what Star Trek is. Um, Wait, what? The Aliens films, did you say? The Abrams. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that is a really bad barometer. <laughs> That's a totally well, different well, well, world. The, the Alien films aren't in, aren't in the Star Trek universe? No. Oh, can you imagine if they were, though? They're great. Kind of. It wouldn't make any you sense. Could, you know what? You know what? No. You know what? <laughs> I fucking you know, get Picard on the fucking Enterprise, right? And you know everyone else. Mm. Other Whoopi Goldberg. Other characters that are in Next Generation. Data, the one with the visor. <laughs> so, <laughs> I thought you meant Data was the one with the visor. No, uh, that was Man, Data, comma the one with the visor. Geordie, is it? Yeah. Geordie yeah. the Forge. All them. Get get all them on an Enterprise. On fucking, a- no, on they fucking they fucking land on LV426 or whatever. Imagine that, right? A Star Trek, it's a Star Trek movie. It wouldn't make any but, sense with the law. But, uh, well, apparently, neither does Picard. So apparently, you know, we're, you going, know what, though? we're going into different realms now. Well, the Picard law is right. That's what I was trying to say. Well, I mean, the Abrams, accurate, Abrams like ones her. are in an alternate Just universe. shit everything else. Shit. Ab- Abrams is in a different universe, those movies. So maybe maybe have an Aliens movie. I don't know. I, mean, I think that would be cool. I have got a novel of... Star Trek meets X Men, <laughs> and it's quite. Hang, I hang haven't on, read it. On, I've just. On, which I've Star just Trek been... is it? Because it is it. Next... <laughs> I marvel at every time. I, don't, I haven't even read it. I just like. I have to get this. This is like a piece of history. It's so uh, bizarre. It, I just like um, the idea of Picard and Professor X being obviously in the comics. Literally. Professor X isn't Patrick Stewart, but there's something <laughs> yeah. there. Um, this was before then as well. What, this was in the eighties, so they oh, had yeah. it cast. Captain Picard. So they were ahead. Of, they were ahead of the curve. They were. It was really brilliant. It's like the um, it's like the Deadpool comics making a joke about Deadpool looking like Ryan Reynolds about you know ten years or whatever yeah. before it happened. Um, 
you know what? Since we're talking about alternate Star Trek movies, we'll, we'll wrap it up with a. Because again, I feel like we've been too heavy on the Star Wars mm. in Star Trek enough time. What do you think? Because you're saying you don't like in Picard that the people are swearing in Star Trek mm-hmm. and it's got a bit more adult. Don't it's not think... even that it's got adult, it's just the mood's gone. Yeah. The mood, so the you atmosphere. Don't, you don't think that works. Uh-huh. So what do you think of Tarantino's proposed Star Trek movie? I haven't heard of it. Oh, no, yeah, he's very much trying to make a Star Trek movie. Really? Yeah. He's like, it talks for it. Well, I mean, if, they you, had, they if had... you respect the source material, yeah. I think they had... Um, but he... I, I'm afraid to... he won't because he's got an he's ego. He's Tarantino, yeah. Huh. He'd have to because they as had. As soon as they there's had like two excessive plans. blood, or swearing, or violence, or or something that doesn't three three think... things that is he a has... cornerstone of, of exactly Tarantino. it wouldn't work at all. It fall apart immediately because they had two ideas. They were going to do a because of in the first Abrams movie, um, Hemsworth plays is it Kirk's dad. Uh... First three movies. No, in the in the Abrams movie, at yeah. the start of Star Trek. You mean the main character? Yeah. No, no, no. Chris Chris Hemsworth shows up at the start of Star Trek 2009 as Chris Pine's Kirk's dad, I think. Does he? Yeah. But this is before it. Hemsworth was this like he was a nobody at the time. Right. He, this is before Ford or anything like that. Chris right. Pine was the big name, whereas now you probably see Hemsworth is, even though Pine is in Wonder Woman. But um so they had an idea of doing, I guess, like a Star Trek, um, is it Generations, the movie where they had Kirk and Picard in it? Yeah. They had an idea of kind of doing something like that and getting Hemsworth back and having like those, having Hemsworth and uh, Pine do a movie because obviously they were With like... Okay. Tarantino? I know, that was, it was, they were either doing that or Tarantino was going to do one, which let's be honest, it's Tarantino, so he would try and make it classic Star Trek because he's got a boner for nostalgia. Oh yeah, I can I can see that working big time if he respects it, but he won't. I mean, I don't I don't have any problem. With if he doesn't respect, <sighs> spoilers for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. If he doesn't respect mm. the real life um, tragedy that was the Manson Burgess, <laughs> he's not going to respect Star Trek. It's just it's just a bit ridiculous to uh. be honest. No, that'd be terrible. Uh, but uh, the new one's pretty bad. That you need someone. App- James apparently, Cameron would make a fucking was, amazing. Was beyond Star Trek okay. Film. The because la- Simon Pegg wrote that one instead of it was else. good. It was like a Star Trek episode should be, uh-huh. but it was also you already set up a world and characters mm-hmm. that weren't very Star Trek. I mean, they were okay. Mm-hmm. I liked them. It's probably the best new Star Trek stuff that's ever come out. But still, it's like man, you can have better, you know. I liked it a lot. Beyond, it's really good. That's see, that's the one of the three I haven't seen. It's the one you need to watch if you if you <laughs> want to see what yeah. a new Star Trek material should be like at the feature film level that's it i mean i've i've considered watching well i considered watching discovery originally but apparently mm. it's not very good no, and it's, it's also good. not very star trek plagued of the same issues swearing r- technology's changed it's, it's also weird again it's like you've just ruined it man What's i think star trek can, the can new be overwhelming is jumping well. to the way future like hundred thousand years or whatever but with the same characters yeah, they've went through time. I don't know. Right. It's dumb. Um, I don't watch it because it's awful. Watch the episodes. Of what is this shit? <laughs> Stop. Seems like Star Trek is a bit harder to keep track of because there's okay. So there's the original series, the original series, Next Generation, yep. Deep Space Nine, yep. Voyager, yep. Enterprise, yep. Discovery, yeah, the Pine movies or yep. the Abrams movies. I don't know. Like, not, not, the Pine not movies. in that order chronologically. Uh, yeah, Picard. Yeah. Have I forgotten anything? 
other than the films for the next generation and okay yeah and then the original films and the and the, and the next generation films. Yeah. Tom Hardy's in one of them. He plays like a young he Picard. Is. He's in the last Star Trek, um, next generation film. Yeah. Where he plays a cloned Picard. Ah, cloned Picard. Okay. Uh, again, that was a before like he was Tom Hardy. Anyway, um, mm. very yeah. Skin. So there's like very a lot skinny. of especially for him now when he's like yoked. Yeah. It's a lot mm. of different series is they're not really connected except sometimes they are um because like what you've got Picard and Discovery happening at the same time mm. and and they happen in the same universe I imagine but at completely different times especially if Discovery is apparently going massively in the future it's gonna be dumb but um not yeah it seems like Star Trek is a bit more confusing to keep on top of whereas I mean, they literally just list the Star Wars movies as episodes. Yeah, it's a bit easier to, the, to keep on top of how everything works. The, you know. Other than this is a direct quote from my. From I'm my... sure it'll get confusing as the series. You know, the more uh-huh. the Kenobi, the Mandalorian, as mm. they start to come out, because then there'll be more things you have to fit. Well, yeah, them. as as apparently because um, obviously Rogue One came out after Episode Seven and before Episode Eight, and my partner's sister apparently watched Rogue One, and then my partner was asking her about it and going like, "What do you think?" She went. Gotta be honest, I was very confused because none of the characters from Force Awakens were in it, and I thought Darth Vader was dead. Wow. <laughs> so, How's that happen? So maybe, maybe it did then, then explain that it was like, well, set before them. He's like, oh. But um, apparently, it does. You, it can confuse people where they sit. I think it's an, it's easy to mm. forget when you're engrossed in a world of a franchise or just films in general that people don't know. Out as much as you do for things, but mm, I think Star mm. Wars is mostly a lot more understandable and a lot easier to keep on top of. And maybe that's why it's more popular. Maybe, maybe. it's because it's louder and flashier than Star Trek is. Maybe think, it is literally that simple. I think. I think. I think the appeal simply is that Star Trek, it's classic science fiction when it's its best, not the new stuff. That's mm. why they've changed it. And Star Wars is fantasy science fiction with a kind of like bombastic adventure attitude. That's it's not like it's dumbed down but it's so much easier to get into mm. a child isn't really going to pick up put on an episode of next generation talking about mortality and be like oh goody yeah. they're going to watch someone fighting with a lightsaber and be like sick as there's this yeah because this, there's this uh a youtube series of a guy who had never seen star wars before being shown star wars and kind of having this thing of if you're not shown star wars as a kid if you don't fall in love with star wars as a kid then no one really becomes a fan later on. Yeah. Like, um, which I think is, I mean, true. I, I, you know, either you've seen Star Wars um, and, and like you like Star Wars or you don't like Star Wars when you saw it as a kid or you haven't seen it. And chances are if you see it, then you, you're not going to like it. Whereas I think in Star Trek, it works if you're seeing it older. Because, I mean, my, my uncle's a big Star Trek, Babylon 5, Battlestar Galactic, everything fan. And like, that's where my vague knowledge of Star Trek comes from. But like, you know, he showed me Star Wars as a kid and I was like, fucking that was great. He showed me Star Trek as a kid and I fucking put Looney Tunes back on there. That's this shit. Exactly. Um, so I think, you know, Star-, Star Wars being a family movie, which is very important and a thing that people forget, is it is mostly for children, yeah. which is why a lot of the shows until Mandalorian were for kids yeah. <laughs> and, and were cartoons for kids. Um, I think it works a lot more and is a lot more accessible than I think Star Trek is. Yeah, well, I agree. Yeah, well. Wow.
Well, it's been, been good, hasn't it? Yeah. That's been I look good. forward to uh, talking again. Sure. I mean, we've got nowhere to go. We have. No, we have got somewhere to go. We have. <laughs> I mean, well, we'll catch something. So. Right. We'll catch. Yes. We can't, I guess we, if we, we, can't, we, can't, YouTube, say we can't, can't say it. We can't say it because YouTube don't like it. Um, right. Well. But just look at the look at the date and you know what we're talking about. Because there's, there's no way you can forget this. This is too iconic. So, yeah, I mean, I guess that was the first first episode. Links to the social medias in, yeah, in the definitely. description and, and, and all that. And I guess we'll, we'll make this a, I think. a relatively recent, mm. uh, regular thing. Uh, so, yeah, I guess I've been Adam riding. I've been James. Deacon. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as you know, as, as we always say here, at the end of every episode of Popcorn Regret, which is the name of the show, we didn't say it at the start. We didn't. What, what, what do we always say at the end, James? say... Mm, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll work on that. Don't yeah. don't worry. Catchphrase next mm, time. That's good. That's good. <laughs>